Hey, welcome back to Second Thoughts. I'm your host, Hunter Roosh. And I'm your host, Ivan Ramos. And I'm Chandler. And today we're here to talk about racial profiling and labeling in general. Yep. Indeed. Yeah. All right, so let's jump right in. Um, as you guys know, uh, personally myself, I am not very fond of labeling in, uh, as the aspect. Um, yeah. You know, I, I, I like to look at us as all human, not from, I mean, ranging from like race to gender to religion, you know, we all are one as a species, you know. Yeah, we are all one people. Yeah. And to discriminate against other people is... Not my forte. I'm just, <laughs> I like that. So. Um, no, yeah, I, I, I understand you. I mean, labeling in general now is just, I feel like it's it should have gone out of style a long time ago, yeah. but I mean, it's still very much present in our society today. But mm-hmm. um, I mean, I feel like there's just absolutely no need for it, you know? Exactly. And like from a thing that was established in the 15th century as race was to kind of separate um, cultures and ethnics uh, to put a hierarchy in place and for that to still be standing today is dumbfounding, you know? Yeah. And a lot of times it's used for just insults, you know? And um, a great uh, man I uh, I got to meet last year um he grew up with this huge disability and being uh, discriminated against for that um, and living in this kind of world that he was not able to adapt to because he had three fingers on one hand, two on the other and stuff like that. Uh, his name was Roger Crawford and he had this quote that is, uh, uh, it's, teasing is a weak person's imitation of strength. Hmm. You know? And that's really for most of that kind of labeling in general. I believe yeah. that labeling is an imitation of a weak person's imitation of strength. Yeah, it's just, it's trying to put someone else down so you can feel better. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's really all the the reason why we have labels, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, just to show a certain amount of status, which is dumb. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's just like labeling food products, like, but you don't need to label humans. Like, because like, you, you would label a food product to see which one is better, but why is one better than the other of being human you know yeah like we're all we're all people yeah we all matter like don't don't judge by the car they drive yeah that doesn't make any sense to you yet but it will (laughs) um that ties us right into uh one of the articles we'll go over um our favorite person in the world prince ea uh he uh gave a poetic speech called I Am Not Black, You Are Not White. And um, it is a very deep, uh, life-changing, I would say. All of his videos are life-changing. Life-changing. Life-changing video. I I really appreciate this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But how the car is, like, related to it is because... Where is that? Um, Yeah, yeah. Uh, He he says... uh, See, when I uh, when I drive my car, no one else, uh, no one would ever confuse the car for me. Well, when I drive my body, why do you confuse my body for, or confuse me for my body? It's my body. Get it? Not me. 
which I always think is really cool because on the inside we're all the same, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean we've all got our our separate personalities, but I mean still we're all basically the same. I mean mm-hmm. we all have a a basic sense of, of right and wrong, and you know just what we believe in, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice job. <laughs> yeah. Um, where was the other thing I really want to talk about in here? Um, he goes... Uh, oh, yeah. So in the video, I'll just describe that for you guys, uh, just in case you haven't seen the video or because uh, you guys are just listening to this or whatever. Um, and really, you don't need to watch the videos or read any of this stuff. Like we've, No, we're, we've, yeah, we always talk about videos, yeah. but you don't... You know, we've come to a conclusion. Like, in the first episode, we're just like, you need to watch these. Ah, but... but Really? playlist or whatever. Yeah. No, but I think I think we do a, a pretty decent job of going over yeah. these things and analyzing them and getting their yeah their exactly. basic value. So, yeah, but for those who haven't watched the video, uh, it the format of the video is that it, it goes through first he starts it off with him just you know talking and then from there it exchanges to other people of different races to religion to gender of um, them voicing his like what he's saying like for instance like he'll be in the first part he'll say like i am not black i mean the that's what the world calls calls me but it's not me i didn't come out of my mother's womb saying hey everybody i'm black no i was taught to be black and right when it like starts to say no i was taught to be black it switches to another person who is mouthing what he's saying so it looks like they're saying it um, it goes through about 20 people or so. Yeah, more. it's it's constantly changing yeah. people. Yeah, and it's beautiful. And then at the end, all of them come together and they're all, they, uh, where, where is it? Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, DNA uh, cannot be re- regulated by the FDA. We were meant to be free and only, um, and only until you remove them all and stop living and thinking so small, we will be free to ourselves and to each other for who we truly are. And they all come together, and it's just like clothes, you know. Which I always, I the way he designs his videos is so just. It, it's amazing. Yeah, like everything. Uh, every single one has a different concept. Yeah, uh, it's always just so cool. Mm-hmm. It's always got a kind of a different style to it, you know. Exactly. Like it's never been the same, which I, I love. Mm-hmm. Because who we truly are is found inside. I always love that line too. Mm-hmm. It's just really uh, just meaningful. And then, like, after that, he goes into how earlier I was saying that um, it, uh, racism wasn't ideal from the 15th century. Mm-hmm. Um, I said it on this podcast, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, We talked about this before, the podcast. It's right? a 15th century ideal, and the fact that it still stands today is completely outrageous, you know? Like, it's it's ridiculous, Yeah, you know? Yeah, it's, like, al- it's almost like the school system. That's <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like you know, we have sure we have certain customs and stuff, and you know that's that's fine. But you know, some things do need a change for the better. You know, mm-hmm. and I mean, racial profiling is obviously one of those issues that has been a con a consistent issue, like you know, for the past century. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yes, we've made progress on you know working towards finding a. a more permanent solution but I mean we're still a good ways away from you know actually finding a 
the good solution. Yeah. yeah. And it's even sad to see in our society, like, for instance, with um, this other article we found uh, by Bob Herbert. It was actually in the EDARWC thing. But um, I'm like, the thing, the book thing. Um, <laughs> is that while we are uh, changing as a society and adapting to, uh, like, you know, we've, like... <laughs> Just, I mean, just 250, not even 250 years ago, we, uh, the United States outlawed slavery. Like, it wasn't even that, like, it was 1865, you know? Like, that's not that far, but we were still trying to adapt, you know? It wasn't until about the 1960s, 50s, like, they're uh, still debating if racism was okay, you know? And uh, in Bob Herbert, it kind of relates it from the present, like, present day struggle, which is with uh, um, his view on the New York uh, City Police Department, um, and he says they need to be just restrained. Um, this is because uh, they take action against uh, people of color far more often than people that are, are white. Yeah, so in yeah, so in that article, he's describing how um, how African Americans and you know Hispanics get stopped, like you know by by policemen more often than than you know the, the average white uh person. <laughs> Why, but, <laughs> but uh yeah, so going to say like smarter than the average bear. <laughs> <laughs> no, what? but uh they get they get stopped um hey, I think three quarters of the time more more than uh the average white person, which I mean is astounding, you know, like why why would the cops be discriminating against, you know, two specific, you know, races? Uh-huh. But I mean, it's just like it's an it's an old issue, you know, and people are also stuck in some old, you know, perspectives. Mind, like, yeah, yeah, old mindsets, you know. Yeah. And you know, we're in a more progressive period now, you know, mm-hmm. where you know we we've changed our mindsets, but I mean, still, like you know, there's still people like this who, well, I yeah. mean, well, this this article was published in 2010, but um, all those statistics were taken from 2008 and 2009, but. Um, but still, I mean, it's yeah. It, yeah. the the numbers are outstanding. Like here, it says the fact that that was only seven years ago. Yeah, so eight, nine, you know. Yeah, so here it says the percentages of stops that yielded weapons were even smaller. Weapons were found on just one point one percent of the blacks stopped, one point four percent of his, of the Hispanics, and one point seven percent of the whites. Only about six percent of stops result in any arrest for any reason. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That. So. Interesting. Yeah, so it says 1.1% of the blacks. So that's that they're the least number. And then 1.4% of the Hispanics, so that's the second number, and then 1.7% of the whites. Mm-hmm. So the whites, quote unquote, have apparently the the highest number for, you know, having a, a weapon on them, you know, and it mm-hmm. says 6% of that, 6% of that total were had you know were arrested for any mm-hmm. specific reason, which isn't okay. That people that just because you're, you're white you get away with it, like that's not okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the fact that people of color are getting stopped more just because of the way they look is just it's it's, it's terrible, terrible. You know, like I know even later in the article, uh, it talks about uh, this. I believe is a charter school teacher. Is that who it is? Uh, yes. Oh, it's right here. Sorry. Oh, you have it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it says, Lalit Carson was stopped while on a lunch break from his job as a teaching assistant at a charter school in the Bronx. Uh, Dion Dennis was stopped and searched while standing outside the apartment building in which he lives in Harlem. The police arrested him allegedly because of an outstanding warrant. 
He was held for several hours, then released. There was no outstanding warrant. Yeah, and then they completely, like, lie. Just because they thought, oh, this guy must have something on him because of his color. Like, that is ridiculous. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, and then, uh, yeah, for just adding on to, like, more excuses as to why, you know, people just, like, the police take him in. Mm-hmm. Just they just say things to to take people in, which is so let's see. Fear uh yeah. Furative movements movements commonly used in a crime, a suspicious bulge, which would include could include uh, a wallet, a notebook, and a cell phone. So all of those would apply to being a, a suspicious, suspicious bulge. bulge. Yeah. Um and then another one is inappropriate. It's a weird way to yeah, say it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> inappropriate attire for the season. And then it, it's, <laughs> it's like, yeah. oh, <laughs> exactly. that coat yeah. is way too heavy for right yeah. now. Yeah, so it says here, it says, I saw a guy on the Upper West Side wearing shorts and sandals a, a couple of weeks ago. That was certainly unusual attire for the middle of January, but it didn't cross my mind that he should be accosted by the police. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> yeah, so it's stupid. See, like, it's just, I don't know. It's the, <laughs> the reasoning behind all this, you know, <laughs> is... Wow, you have sandals on. It's fifty degrees. You must have a gun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Are you gonna rob that bank with those sandals <laughs> or those flip flops? Oh yeah. Oh, don't get me. Perfect started. running attire. <laughs> oh, yeah. I guess I can sort of understand a big coat in the yeah, summer. Uh, yeah, yeah, that because that could be like a drench coat could be like suspicious. I guess. Yeah. But sandals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, okay. sorry, I'm wearing sandals. I know I dress like a dad. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, okay, and then it goes to, the like, in the defense of the police department, it says, the police department insists that these stops of innocent people, which are unconstitutional, by the way, help fight crime, and they insist that the policy <laughs> is not racist. Crime of bad shoe attire. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Brown... <laughs> Paul Brown, the chief spokesman for Commissioner Kelly, described the stops as life-saving. And, <laughs> and he has said repeatedly that the racial makeup of people stopped and frisked is proportionally similar to the racial makeup of people committing crimes. Like, this so? is... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is so funny. Like, it doesn't even sound real. Like, it just sounds yeah. like a fake article produced. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it sounds just like it's like, supposed to be satire. But like it's these, not. These aren't, this is not the New York City, like, police department. It's the fashion police. The fashion <laughs> police. And they're yeah. like, we are, we are saving lives. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we are saving, um, like, what is it, the social lives, that's what it is. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just, it's absolutely ridiculous. But I mean, you know. Yeah. But, I mean, it's really it's just saddening, honestly. Yeah. Um, especially through like when you look back and you see, I mean, we've honestly we've come very far. You know, just fifty yeah. years oh. ago, it would. Yeah. I mean, it was that races had to be in a separate separate bathroom. Like, yeah, how ridiculous is that? You know, and uh, to see how much we've changed from since then. Like that's beautiful. I mean, yeah, know? yeah, we've definitely but, made progress, but and, but then it reverts back to like stupid things like that, and then you're just like, well, are we just back where we started? Yeah, it's it's not it's it's not a big well, I guess it is a big population of of people, but I mean, it's just a common mindset that you know, mm-hmm. you can you have to be superior to someone else, and you have to put them down in some way, shape, or form, and. It's, you know, just to make yourself feel better. It's all about ego, really. Yeah, I, I could see that. Like, people may feel like they need to put themselves on, a, on a, like, a ledge or, like, a a higher ledge because on a they... On Yeah, on a yeah. pedestal, like, yeah. ledge. 
Um, <laughs> on a whole ledge. Ledge, chair, chair, pedestal. Ah. <laughs> um, yeah. Because they needed to make themselves feel better, so they need to put down someone in order to be put up. So, yeah, so they decide yeah. that just because you're different, you get to be discriminated against. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know? So, yeah. I mean, it's it's offensive. Mm-hmm. It's just... It's mind-boggling that we're yeah, still in that absolutely. kind of um, loop. Honestly. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, I to be honest, it's it's annoying to even have to talk about it, really. Yeah, mm-hmm. like it, it's hard to talk about it because I feel like it's such a simple thing to get rid of. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that it shouldn't be talked about. Like making yeah. the podcast in general, like yeah. <laughs> it's like this is such a simple solution. It, we just need to stop making it such a big deal. Yeah. Which leads actually yeah, right, yeah. right into our uh, next one. So um, now we have on the floor Morgan Freeman. Who, as, Welcome, Morgan Freeman. Uh, Morgan Freeman, woo, guest yes, on the yes, show. Thank you for having me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Morgan Freeman. Um, so Morgan Freeman is awesome. Disclaimer, uh, he is he's not, not, he's here. not here. He's not here. We do very bad impressions. He's, he's here in, in heart. <laughs> he's here in my heart. Uh, March of the Penguins. Shawshank. Penguins. Yeah. So, in 2005, uh, he had this interview with uh, Mike Wallace, who's this uh, guy who is the 60 minute, like he does all of those 60 minute things, which I love 60 minutes. <laughs> um, it's my favorite amount of time. <laughs> <laughs> A whole hour. A whole hour. No, this um, is so nice. It's peaceful. Um, no, but 60 Minutes is like they'll interview f- from any kind of like spectrum of people, you know, to, from fast. Like I just saw I saw another one with this guy who um, he has this uh, disability, but he could play piano. He could play anything like in any kind of like like system at all. Like he could, you could just be like, can you play something that's like um Bach, but play it in ragtime, so it's like jazzy Bach, and you'd be like, okay, and just like insane. That sounded very yeah. ragtime, right there. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and um, hello, my honey. Hello, he could just hello, do it, and he's yeah. he's blind too, which is very amazing as well. Um, to be able to see that. Anyway, hopping back on this sixty yeah. minute. Uh, so this sixty minute was with Morgan Freeman, and uh, he uh was asked. And part of the 60 Minutes, uh, what he thought about racism. And, or actually, it was uh, specifically, it was like... It was about Black History Month. Yeah. yeah. That's how it started off as. Yeah, it was like, uh, what do you what do you find Black History Month is? And then Freeman, which is surprising at first, he was just like, ridiculous. Which is, like, you're like, what? <laughs> yeah, it's like, what, what, what? Yeah. What's going on? And so Wallace, he was shocked, and he was like, why? why? That made no sense. Like, I mean, I would be thinking the same thing at the point without him explaining himself. Yeah. Like, at first, you know, I'd be like, why would you think that's completely, you know. Ridiculous. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so uh, he, he, like, for uh, after reading it uh, and going through it, since it's set up in this, like, an interview uh, standpoint, um, for he, like, goes back and uh, that goes back. That's wrong. Uh, <laughs> uh, he questions Wallace, like, well, would, would you like a white history month? And he's actually Jewish, so he's like, well, would you want a Jewish one? And he was like, well, is there one? And so Wallace is like, no, because there's not a Jewish history yeah. month. And um, he was like, why, why, do you not want one? And Wallace was like, no, no. And Freeman, which made it clear, is like, I don't want one either. 
yeah. then he says the thing that I really appreciate, yes. which is, uh, I don't want a Black History Month. Black history is American history. Yeah. Which, yeah. exactly. I mean, yeah, it's, it sets it in stone right there. I mean, I mean that's that's really, it just sums it up real, right there. You know, <laughs> sums it up right there and sums it up right there. Right there, it sums it up. Right there. Where? Right there? Right here on this piece of paper, though. Yeah, right here. <laughs> um, it really does, though. Like, throughout, I mean, this podcast, like, that could, we could end that podcast with just like Black History Month is American history, you know? Well, yeah, but I mean, it's a, yeah, so Freeman. Well, has, kinda, we got, we can still got more to talk yeah, about. Yeah, we got so. more, yeah. But, uh, so Freeman says. I know, it sucks, but. Yeah, he, <laughs> he asks why, and he says, uh, you're going to regulate my history to a month? You know, so it's like, why? Why would you regulate any certain race's history to a month, you know? Yeah. Because it, it, it doesn't make sense. Like, yeah. you know, like, we don't have a white history month, we don't yeah. have a, a Mexican history month, or, you know. Or yeah. Anything else. Anything else, yeah, except for Black History Month, which, I mean. Not, I mean, reading this and listening to this, it makes sense. Like, why? Yeah. Why would we but, have? Like for yeah, me, yeah. for me, like I've always thought, like even before reading this, that black, like having Black History Month was just not that I didn't want it. Like that's weird, and yeah, I was like, it was just, it was funny to me. Like, it's strange. It was just there's this month for that. I was like, okay, I because like before I even heard of it, I was just like. Okay, yeah, like I just that was history. That was just cool, you know. And then all of a sudden they made it a huge thing, and I was like, okay. I mean, you know what I always thought was funny about Black History Month, though. What is that? So okay, you're gonna give you know you're gonna make you know Black History Month, but you're not gonna give it a whole month. You're gonna give it the shortest month in the entire uh, year. Yeah, which is twenty eight days, which is completely stupid. Twenty nine days every four years. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Starts building up there. Yeah. It's sort of similar to the, the way that people complain about Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Where they're like, why would you just, why would you only celebrate love? On oh, this yeah, one on that day? one day, yeah. Why would you only celebrate this? Yeah, celebrate yeah, one your. Month? S- just, just be happy about it always. Celebrate your your love. Exactly. Time, or like you know? how. <laughs> uh, like, for instance, for being, uh, for St. Patrick's Day, on. St. Patrick's Day, everybody wants to be Irish. It's just the thing. Except for the Irish. Except yeah. for the Irish. It's like I don't like I'm very Irish, so it's yeah. It's a lot of it's a lot of Americanized holiday yes. holidays. Yeah. Yes. I, a lot of drinking holidays. Truly in myself, I hate commercialized holidays. Like I almost to a point do not like Christmas. Which is a weird thing to hear. No, I get you. I, I get what you mean. Like I know where you're going with it. Yeah, like I, I like the what it used to be. Yeah. And I like being able to I like just buying the things. The true for meaning people. of Christmas. Yeah. I like buying things for people and not really expecting anything in return, but just to see this shining smile on their face. Yeah. I that, enjoy that a lot. That is a truly that's a that's a gift in return in general, you know, to be able to be the cause of their smile, you know. Like, that's something that's so heartwarming more than a gift, in my opinion. I think that the reason that I don't necessarily dislike commercialized holidays is... I, I dislike the commercialized part yeah. of the holidays, but I, I still celebrate them in a non-commercialized way. Yeah. Uh, one thing, I, it's like always going like to CVS and you'll have like... It'll be like 
Christmas, and then immediately it's it's like the next holiday, yeah. like Halloween. Get your New Year's. Stuff. You're not going from Christmas to Halloween. No, <laughs> or Halloween to Christmas. Like yeah, it's like go. Halloween's over. All right, let's put Christmas in. Like I yep. personally hate. You, you know, cannot still put Christmas. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanksgiving. But they even <laughs> skip that in stores, you know, for the oh, most that's part. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, my thing is like, don't start setting up Christmas until like, at least and after just, Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah. I think the day after Thanksgiving is when that's that that is okay. Black mm-hmm. Friday, yeah, <laughs> the darkest, yeah, the darkest time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's like, as from love to Black History Month, I just feel like that should be just be a constant celebration. Yeah, you know? you know, yeah, it shouldn't, it shouldn't. I mean, yeah, I guess it should be celebrated, but I mean, like all the time, you know, not just specifically on one occasion. Yeah, and I get it if you're like, on that holiday you were especially doing it and recognizing it yeah i get that i'm not dissing black history month i'm just saying that we shouldn't just do it on black history month yeah yeah you know you know so I, actually i really like what you just said there we're like in in during black history month it, it can be more yeah you can sell ce- you can celebrate even more than than, what you than normally usual do. But it should still be a, a constant yeah, thing. Yeah, a consistent yeah. Same, same with, you know, whatever, like yeah. Valentine's Day, any, anything like that. Yeah. Just have fun. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Have fun and don't be stupid. Yeah. Well, that's... Yeah, that's but, a, I mean, it's like the opposite <clears throat> side of the spectrum for, like, birthdays and stuff. Don't, don't be celebrating your birthday all year. Yeah, yeah, yeah don't. <laughs> it's not your birth year. Well, I mean, yeah. it is. It's, every, it's, yeah. it's, <laughs> it's not your birthday. Not your birthday no, it's just your birthday. This yep. rule doesn't count. So, um... <laughs> Yeah, and going like, oh, one of my favorite uh, like people in history, actually, uh, Frederick Douglass. You know, um, relating it. This is my segues from Black History Month into Frederick Douglass kind of era. Um, for you, for those of you who don't know who uh, Frederick du- Douglass is, he's a uh, he was a uh, person who. Uh, abolitionist I guess would be the right way to say that because um, he was around during the Civil War time of trying to uh, adapt uh, the abolition of slavery and he um, started out as a slave and um, I believe he escaped he escaped and moved to New York yeah. um, and uh, he was able to like start movements of getting people like riled up about not having slavery and stuff like that Nice. And I always thought that was really cool. And for the fact that a lot of people don't, <laughs> like, I know kids who don't really learn about him, and, and like, like they'll learn about him, and maybe they won't even learn about him only, like, in segments, or only, like, why only subrate him during Black History Month? Like, he is one of the main people, the main reason that slavery is, like, outlawed. You know, he helps spread that belief everywhere in the North. They don't know when his birthday was. Yeah. Well, I mean, that kind of makes sense since he was... He just existed. Yeah. He was a slave. Yeah, he true. wasn't... Yeah. a slave. Yeah. So... Just says 18... 18? 18, 18. No, I was 18, just... 18. I was just thinking about that that time period that you were talking about, just the Civil War and everything. But, like, the only thing that I... Well, I mean, the Civil War in itself was just a terrible thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, like, I think one thing that I especially didn't like about the Civil War was that at the beginning, the North didn't necessarily want to abolish slavery, you know? Like, near the end, like, yeah, like, near the nearing the end of the Civil War, it was like, yeah, we're going to win the war, but I guess we could abolish slavery, too, you know? Like, yeah. it wasn't, like, definitely, like, one yeah, of the main Yeah, like, that wasn't the main, 
thing. Yeah, right? like mm-hmm. that. But like you know, as kids, we always learned. Oh yeah, you know, the North fought to to free the slaves. Mm-hmm. But it's like no, they didn't. Not really. Yeah, <laughs> and they just the, happened to. You know, the North fought. Yeah, yeah like and that, then also freed the slaves. Yeah, yeah. that, that <laughs> exactly. war. The war was not for like getting rid of racism. I think the real war against racism took place in the nineteen, I believe, fifties with Martin Luther King yes. Jr. Yeah, sixties. Sixties? Well, yes, yeah, so probably the sixties. Sorry, actually, it totally was the sixties. Yeah, the like, civil rights movement and stuff. Yeah. Um, like uh, with that is a war without guns, you know. Yeah. And I think some of the most powerful wars were without guns, you know. The Glorious Revolution. I mean, yeah. Martin Luther King got shot. Well, yeah, yeah. I guess that that was with a gun, but um, that. But I got what you were saying. Yeah, but I mean, I mean that was, that battle, everything that he stood know, for and everything that he did, you know, it was. Nonviolent to yeah. Rosa Parks. Yeah. It was a civil war. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Civil. It was very civil. Civil. <laughs> civil. Yeah, but like I hate the name civil war because it's, yeah, it's not a, yeah, what it was. It, yeah. yeah, like our civil war, the most Americans died in. You know, so. <laughs> this is sad to think about. Yeah, you know? that gets gruesome, really gruesome. And just people. people yeah, people. Yeah. It's just, it's it's very upsetting, but also, it's it's a weird concept to talk about of racial profiling and like labeling, because though it has happened since the beginning of human civilization, yeah, it has evolved to become worse and better at the same time. I get you. Yeah, but also. If you, I th- sometimes look at it as like if between five people of having civilization, like when it's like 2000 BC to now, as the more people increase, the problems will get bigger, but yeah. then the solutions will become bigger. Yeah. yeah. You know, I feel like that's a the way to look at everything. You know, but see, the thing that I've never liked is that we we as humans let our our problems boil up until. To the basically to the breaking point, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and then we try to figure things out. Yeah, yeah. or that they'll decide to uh, do something that just benefits them at the time. Yeah, you know that does, that doesn't fix things long term. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like for instance, uh, uh, <laughs> um, for our like in politics, uh, yeah. we I mean just recently we just decided to uh, the Republican Party just. Uh, contradicted themselves of being against it when uh, the Democratic Party was in power, which was uh, electing a judge that uh, Obama, during his time, he was about to elect a judge to have the Democratic have more power in the judicial branch. But the Republicans went against it and they were so strongly against it that it didn't get through because it shut down everything. But then that same thing just happened uh, with Republicans being in the shoes of where the Democrats were and then they won. But that now, once once Democratic people come in power, like then it's they're it's gonna they have the same choice because people don't look at what's gonna affect them in the future, you know. They, they just, just think about what's, happening what's gonna now. benefit them now, and that's why uh, one thing I wish that our our government and our just civilization and society adopted in general adopted in general would be the um, seventh generation principle, which uh, is a belief in the uh, <laughs> what? No, no, no. Is a belief uh, that was established by the Native Americans that they would not make any decision 
uh, as long like they would only make their decisions based on the benefit of their great great grandkids. You know, mm. that's how they. Oh ran everything, no! Know? Yeah. Okay. I yes, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, I'm not gonna interject because I mean I yes, but I just. I'd like to acknowledge that I had a moment of realization. <laughs> like, no, I understand. I what know you're what that is. I know what you're ah, talking about. I'm <laughs> smart, <laughs> but yeah, I I like to think that at some point or another we could kind of get back to that. You yeah. know, like think about future generations. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, like so we can think about our our future, mm-hmm. and I, I just not just our personal future, but our future as a society you mm-hmm. know to to better our world and ourselves you know mm-hmm. as people yeah and through that of using that as a because that's the same thing from going to education to uh fixing any issue really you know of you have to be focused on the long run not just the now yeah it's the only way you know you can't fix labeling with just fixing something right you have to have it so it can shoot for the long run it's just like starting a club at a school you can't just start the club at a school and then expect not, it to run itself. yeah expect it to run itself and then when you leave expect it to run itself you have to ha- give it some um, some backbone you have to pave the road for it to follow you know mm-hmm. yeah, you gotta, otherwise you gotta, it's just gonna go off the edge yeah you gotta lay down the groundwork yeah exactly you gotta print the blueprints in order for the building to be built. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna make analogies of how, yeah. <laughs> how to make things successful. I guess. Yeah. That's what the rest of this, this episode. Seeds. Yeah. Of society. In order. In, in the farm of reality. Yeah. In order for the trees to grow. In the, the soil orchard. of justice. <laughs> justice. <laughs> Where are you like the crimson chin? Yeah. 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 Uh. <laughs> Yes. As as long as the seeds of reality are planted in the farm of justice, then life shall live on. I don't know what that means at all. Me neither. Yeah, but it sounded good. Yeah, thanks. Good job. <laughs> um, one way that uh, I know um, Mr. Freeman. I don't know why it sounds so weird to call him Mr. Freeman. <laughs> Mr. Freeman. Um, Morgan? Yeah, Morgan. Bueller. Bueller. Morgan Bueller. One way that he's noticed is that we almost do the opposite of the seventh generation principle, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, that we only think about our generation. Yeah, well, it's almost too much, you know? Like, for instance, uh, I think one of his main things is that he wishes that or he not wishes he proposes that one way that we would only get to be able to get to a point where racism is to a halt would be if we stop talking about it which i mean i i agree to an extent yeah yeah you know like if we stop talking about it and stop making it such a big deal exactly that's what then, he says here yeah then we can we can definitely yeah. he says uh, if you talk about it it exists it's not like it exists and we refuse to talk about it making it a bigger issue than it needs to be is the problem here well there you go yeah paper drop mic 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 drop i'm not dropping that mic cuz it's kind of in a stand and yeah <laughs> it'd be a whole issue it's pretty nice too it would sound terrible yeah you guys would not enjoy it i i would enjoy it cuz it would be the like Satisfaction. Satisfaction of me dropping the mic after saying that statement. I don't think I would enjoy it. No. Yeah. You're going to be like, whoa. I'd be like, oh, same. Yeah, I paid money for that mic. Yeah. I'd be like, no, Mike. 
Why'd I drop you? You know. So. <laughs> <laughs> but more to the point of our story. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> just what I guess what we're all trying to say, what we're trying to get you to retain, is that treat each other like human beings. Don't be garbage to one another. Just, just enjoy yourselves with each other. You treat know? each other like human beings should, not necessarily how they do. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for exactly. Specifying. Yeah. Yeah. Be kind to one another. Be respectful. You know, just don't, don't be jerks. Yeah. Don't be jerks. I like that. Yeah. That I I think that should be the. That should be the title for be this re- one. Be respectful, don't Usually be jerks. Usually we don't mention that during the episode, yeah, but yeah. okay. Be respectful, don't be jerks. Well. No, which one? No, yeah. Which one are we going to do? I mean, you guys will know. Yeah, you'll know. <laughs> you'll know the title. So, But we don't. You won't figure it out until the end of it, what we're talking about, though. That's yeah. usually how it goes. Yeah. But, I mean, that's okay. Yeah. So. All right. You know what? I've been your host, Hunter Roosh. And I've been your host, Ivan Ramos. And I've been Chandler. And thanks for listening. Stay hungry. Stay, stay foolish. foolish. See ya. Bye. Have Bye. a wonderful day, and we thank you so much for listening. Well, that was a long outro. Yeah, I know. Bye-bye. See ya. See ya. <laughs>